Yeah, yeah, and just to, oh, sorry, Arturo. No, I'm done. Is you know, I think to consider that Du Bois and other thinkers like Ted Allen and Noel Ignatiev, um, I think are profoundly right about you know the glue in many ways of the United States is whiteness prevents quite a bit of prevents quite a bit of class struggle prevents quite a bit of multiracial solidarity and is deeply anti-black and things of that sort. And so what's unique about what we find, I think Artur and I talked a lot about this over the summer was, you know, in the U.S., you've never had a, a mass, I mean, just a mass proletarian movement for communism or anarchism, right? You've had the CP, several tens of thousands of people joined. You had the Wobblies, you know, but nothing quite gets us to the scale as the civil war. And so, whereas in Europe, you've had, you know, a lot of, uh, we had tons of communist revolutions. In the U.S., we thought about what does struggle look like? And what, what we feel is that struggle looks like Black struggles dividing all of society, right? And, 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 and it might have gotten lost in the Civil War piece that it not only divides white society, it divides Latinx society. It divides all of society, you know, Asians, Arabs, et cetera, and, and including black people as well, because black people are not a homogenous class. Hence the black, the rise of black counterinsurgency. Right. And so that division, which we see with, you know, how sometimes we'll just say it in a quick sense, it's white people killing other white people over the question of black liberation or in this moment, the question of do black lives matter? Right. So white people in mass have not killed each other in the U.S. to abolish um, a capitalism per se, but they have killed each other in quite large numbers, i.e. the Civil War, over the question of where do black people belong in this so-called country, the United States. And so that logic keeps reappearing. Right. It appeared again in the 1960s and now it appears once again uh, in the 2020 uprising. And so there's a lot of, I think, um, crass mapping on of European struggles to the United States. And what we're trying to do in the tradition, especially of CLR James, is try to decipher without being a, a American exceptionalists, but trying to decipher. I think every country has this unique form of struggle and questions that it has to navigate, whether it's South Africa, the United States, Trinidad, or China. And in the United States, the unique path of struggle is the question of how black struggle divides all of society, which then creates the conditions for more radical and possibly um, right communist or anarchist revolution. So that's what we've been trying to explore and not lose sight of that radical potential, which takes the form of civil war. And at the same time, recognize that any revolution that turns into something that's nothing but war, right? We have our diagram that we worked really hard all over summer. We are <laughs> worked very hard on that one page. Um, and right, it shows that we don't want an, a, a, the, we don't want a north-south type war. I mean, that north-south division won't ever occur because the U.S. isn't organized in that way. Sorry to people who think that the north is somehow more progressive and the south mm -hmm. is somehow less progressive. They should read, for example, Gavin Wright's book on what's happening in the south. It'll it'll blow people's brains because it'll show in many ways the the north is you know equally if not more racist than the south or you can look at malcolm x's quick one-liner everything south of the canadian border is jim crow mm -hmm. and there's all these various ways to think about the relationship of the north and south but either way it's just to get us to think what we're in that piece that we don't want while we imagine a civil war we do not we want to connect 
the civil war to the question of a social revolution. And we don't want the civil war to become the only dynamic that uh, that happens in the U.S. Because if that occurs, what to us that signals is that we did not win over the rest of the non-black proletariat and especially the white proletariat, right? The, the way we want to minimize the civil war. That's the goal, yeah. right? And, and, and turn the social revolution as big as possible by winning over white and Latinx and Asian and other proletarians by saying, look, we can live in a world with free food, no money. You know, this, this entire world is possible now and win them over from the right. So when there is some kind of civil war, it'll be tiny and hopefully insignificant and will not cost many lives if we do it right. 